0: Welcome to Western Hills podcast. We are going to continue on in our series called Crucify Him. And really for the past couple of weeks, we've just been diving into Luke 23. Just we've been looking at the characters in Luke 23 and we're going to again observe one of the characters that is alongside Jesus in Luke 23, but if you have your Bibles, please turn there, and I'm going to pray before we go into it. God, we love you. We thank you for this morning. Uh, it seems as though Texas always needs rain, so thank you for that. I, uh, I just pray that um, those who get caught up in it, uh, if it is too severe, I pray safety over them. And I just pray that, that you would come into this place, that you would fill our hearts, and that you would give us ears to listen to what you have to say, ears to listen to your word. So, God, I pray that you would speak through me this morning and that um, your your light would shine in this place. We love you. It's in your son's name that we pray. Amen. Can you recall... Whenever you made the decision to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, can you remember the, the day, the hour, the, the moment whenever it occurred? Now, I know that all of us have different stories. We all have our different uh, journeys to getting to the cross and getting to the salvation that the cross brings. But I, I know I will always remember that day and that moment. Spring break 2011 in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I can't go back there that often, but I do remember the day and the moment. But we all have our different journeys. We all take different roads to getting there. Some of us in this room might be just embarking on that journey. Some of us might have been on that journey for a long time and some of us might have made that decision a long time ago. And if you're like me, you've been in church your whole entire life. I'm a third generation preacher. But I can still remember my specific, my unique event, my moment where it all clicked. To where I realized that I need Jesus to be the leader and king of my life. And what we're going to look at in Luke 23 is one of the more unlikely stories, one of the more unlikely journeys to salvation, to grace, and to Jesus. As I said earlier, we've been in Luke 23 and we've been examining just these different characters and we started a couple weeks ago uh, with Simon of Cyrene helping Jesus with the cross and then last week we covered the women who are mourning and wailing and the daughters of Jerusalem and now we are on the cross. Jesus is on the cross and right now the people that are there The Romans, the rulers, are hurling insults at him left and right. And they're saying to Jesus, you know, if if you really are the Messiah, if you really are who you say that you are, then why don't you just come down from that cross? Why don't you just save yourself? If you have this power that you proclaim to have, then why don't you just do it? And Jesus' one response is Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. As they continue to cast lots, betting on his clothes. And they continue to hurl insults at him. And one of the criminals joins in. And here is what he says starting in verse 35 of Luke 23. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, he saved others. Let him save himself if he is God's Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, this is the king of the Jews." One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. And I want to hang right there for a minute. Save yourself and us. They are completely missing the point. They insult Jesus with this, this title, King of the Jews. They insult Jesus by calling him the Messiah and God's chosen one. By saying, if he really is that, then he can let himself down off the cross. But that is not why Jesus is on the cross. That's not why Jesus came to the place called the skull. Was to let himself down of the cross. But Jesus came to die For us. And if they would have just listened to what Jesus had said all throughout his ministry and his life, they would have known that he is a provider, he is a protector, he is a healer, he is a deliverer, he is a giver, he is the good shepherd that watches over his sheep. As it is written in John 10, Starting in verse nine, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and to kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. If they would have just listened to that, they would have realized that the good shepherd, the son of God, is dying for his sheep. What we read is a king dying for his people. And so the way that the criminal was looking at it was a statement of save yourself and us. Save yourself and us. But that is not the statement that is being made by Jesus. The statement that Jesus is looking at is save yourself or us. And Jesus chose the latter. Save himself or us. And he stayed on the cross in order to save us. A king dying for his people. And it is here where something clicks for the other criminal. See, Jesus is in the middle. There's one on his right and one to his left. And and one of the criminals, this is where he starts to understand that the Son of God is dying next to him. And here is what he has to say on the matter. Picking back up in verse 40. But the other criminal rebukes him. Don't you fear God, he said. Since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly for what, uh, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, truly I tell you today you will be with me in paradise. This criminal who has done nothing right, who in fact up to this point has done everything wrong, wrong enough to earn him a spot on the cross, has now got it and has now understood who is dying next to him. And now understands that true forgiveness for what he has done does not come from the Roman soldiers or the rulers or the people that are down there. It does not come from them. But true forgiveness comes from the son of God who is dying next to him. And so where the one criminal insults Jesus with being the king of the Jews, this criminal now understands well enough that this is the king of the Jews and he recognizes Jesus as such. And he says, remember me when you come into your kingdom. That is establishing that Jesus is the king of the Jews. And I love how this all unfolds. I love the timing of this chapter and what the criminal says because the criminal says all of this before the paradise is put into play, before the paradise is mentioned, the criminal decides to repent and wants salvation and eternal life with Jesus. It's before the paradise and so we know that it is not because of the paradise that the criminal had his heart changed. It's not the paradise, but the cross is enough. Therefore, it is the sacrifice that the criminal has his heart changed. The cross is enough. And it is more than we could ask for. And what happens here, Jesus' short conversation with this criminal, it, it reminds me of a really bad car commercial that I used to watch as a kid. And I will explain, do not worry. But you know how there are local car commercials. And there are some that are okay, and there are some that make you cringe. The one I'm talking about that I used to watch as a kid is that one. It's the one that makes you cringe. And they, whoa. I mean, this message is getting across because of the thunder. I mean, come on. <laughs> God is stamping this point now. All right. <laughs> so we, the, there's this tagline that I will always remember whenever I was a kid, um, and and. I won't say the dealer or the dealership, I'll, I'll save them. But this tagline went, we don't care how you get here, folks, just get here. We don't care how you get here, just get here. And that always bothered me and rubbed me the wrong way because I used to hear that, this car commercial and I used to say, well, what, what if I get in a car accident? What if all my bones are broken and that's why I need a new car and that's how I ended up at your dealership? Do you not care about that or my situation or me? And then I started to, to read this passage and think about what that tagline means. And that is exactly what it means, that we don't care your journey, your path, the roads you took to get to this dealership. All we care about is that you are here. And that is the message that is getting across to the criminal. That's what the criminal is hearing right now. Because he's taken every wrong turn, right? He has done everything wrong in his life to end up to where he is. But now he understands. Now he gets it. And so Jesus is telling him, I don't care how you got here. What matters is that you are here. Your past, your sinful ways are washed away by the blood of Christ. And what here is is God's grace. That's good timing right there. (laughs) Here is God's grace. Because they don't care what your road is where you've been. I don't care why you need grace or why you need saving because what matters is the fact that you need Jesus in God's grace. What matters is getting here into the fold of God's into this grace that is so overwhelming and does not know any bounds and will never run out. Here is where there is peace for your unrest. Here is where there is joy for your sorrows. Here is where there is love for your brokenness. We don't care how you get here, just get here what bothers, what bothered me about that commercial might bother us about the criminal's journey. I know that I've always heard in the past, well, you know, it's sort of like a cop-out. I mean, he's, you know, he's on his last breath. And so he he, he uses his last breath sort of, you know, as a cop-out that he's next to Jesus. I mean, and he didn't, you know, worship Jesus or follow Jesus or or study the scriptures. He doesn't know, you know, what Jesus' ministry is about. And really, this criminal, he didn't earn it. Exactly. This criminal did not earn it. In fact, this criminal did everything his whole entire life to not earn it up until this point. Because it is not about earning it. God's grace is not about earning it. And if that were the case, none of us would get there. God's grace is not about earning it. And as Paul writes in Romans, this righteousness is given, not earned, but given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. This righteousness, this grace is given by God through having faith in him and in his son. And all of us fall short. All of us fall short of the grace, but it is by the blood of Christ that we receive this gift of grace and this redemption. It cannot be earned. and It is not about earning it. It's about accepting it about accepting it. And we do that by doing what the criminal did on the cross. Not what the criminal did in his past, but what the criminal does in this story, which is first and foremost to rebuke anything and everything that does not bring glory and honor to the name of Jesus. And speaking of that name, to lift up the name of Christ, the King of the Jews, to lift up Jesus as King in our lives. And what that means is to establish his kingdom in our lives daily. What that does is that makes Jesus the central figure in our life. And if Jesus is not the central figure in every aspect of our lives, we need to get him there in our marriage, in our friendship in our parenthood, in our, at our work, in our school, at home, everywhere. Jesus has to be the central figure. Because fearful times are going to come up. But in Jesus, there's peace. There are going to be times where you are frustrated. But in Jesus, there's going to be rest and joy. There are times where we're going to mess up. And fall short of the glory of God. But in Jesus, there's grace. And our pursuit daily needs to be to try and be remembered by Jesus. What it means to be remembered by Jesus, that requires a personal relationship with Christ. Christ. If you remember what I said in the beginning, we all have our different story. We all have our different journey. That's the beauty of Christianity is that Jesus is ours just as we are his. It is a personal relationship with Christ that we must have. This might sound a little weird, but go get coffee with Jesus. Go sit down with Jesus, hash it out with Jesus where you speak, but then you open up the floor for Jesus to speak a lot. Have those conversations. Have a personal relationship with Christ so that we can be remembered by Him whenever He comes into His kingdom. We all have different journeys. Some of us are just now embarking on that journey. Some of us have been on it for a while. Some of us made it a long time ago and we all bring our burdens like Simon of Cyrene. We all bring our mourning and our wailing like the women and the daughters of Jerusalem. We all bring our fears. We all bring our shortcomings. We all bring our sins to Christ. I don't know what it is that brought you here. Some of us, maybe a death of a family member brought us here or a divorce brought us here or a broken heart brought us here. We all have these Different stories and different journeys. But that's the beauty of church. That's where church, That's what church is supposed to be. A place where people of all different backgrounds and journeys and walks of life can come together and to look each other in the eye and say, I have messed up too. But boy, are we loved by Christ. And boy, do I love him. Our journeys might be different, but the destination is the same. The destination is God's grace given through a king who died for his people. A king who is waiting for his children to come home and to enter his kingdom. Our elders are going to be up here in front of the stage during this next song. And if you are thinking about wondering, uh, teetering on the decision to embark on this journey to Christ, come up and talk to one of us. We'd love to pray for you. And we want to help you out in any way possible. Because the journey is your own, but but we want to be there too to celebrate with you. Just as we're going to do in a few short moments, we're going to celebrate a child coming home. Because that's what this church is about. That's what we want to be about. And that's what Christianity is about. Knowing that I've messed up. My journey is not the most clear cut and straight one. But I worship a king who died for his people. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. We don't care how you get here. Just get here. Thank you for listening to this Western Hills podcast. Please visit our website, westernhillsonline.org, to find out more about us.